Good morning on Friday 11th. One point short of perfection. One point short of a 10-0 and day yesterday. And actually that was 9-1 and in the podcast. It was 13-1 and overall as there was two hockey plays that uh, I liked later in the day. And then there's two live bets that worked. The um, Vanderbilt live and Richmond live both came in nicely. Richmond, of course, almost came all the way back and won their original bet as well. Um, All right, so extra time spent on all these games. And, of course, I may have mentioned this before. I like to get a little pickier after the extremely good days because you have to kind of know where you're at. And um, there is obviously a tendency to overestimate how good you think you are after a day like that. So we've got four hockey games to look at. I liked Vegas and Pittsburgh to go over, and I liked Pittsburgh. But I don't like it enough anymore. It was 140 when I started looking at it yesterday, late last night, I should say. It's up 30 points or so more than that. I can't do it. Can't do it. And the over, I don't like enough. I mean, the... Vegas hasn't, as I mentioned, Vegas hasn't been able to score much. They're really struggling, which is why I like Pittsburgh at home. Pittsburgh at home has been a poor team, been better on the road. And I also have mentioned that regression to the mean in both cases should be in effect at some point. I just don't know when to call that. I don't want to call that. So I don't know that Pittsburgh changes their ways at home today against what should be a good team in Vegas. I don't need to play this game. So there's no hockey today. Which is, you know, considering I had two two-unit winners yesterday, and that's had I had three two-unit winners yesterday as well. I haven't had a three three two-unit plays in the same day since November, I believe. So it was just a heck of a day. So we're going to pass on hockey. Then we move over to NBA. Sadly, I have to pass again. I have three games that I like to go under, but I have to be disciplined there. Remember, I've talked about that. Seems like my model suggesting unders being stronger than they actually are. So I'm, in other words, I'm going the opposite of that until the model corrects itself. I'm looking for overs in the NBA. I have three unders. I like the Orlando-Minnesota game under, Clippers-Atlanta under, Lakers and Washington under. I'm not playing any of them under. Uh, I had three sides I liked. I like New Orleans plus two. I like the Clippers plus five and a half. I like Toronto plus five. I liked all dogs. Um which was encouraging in the beginning because when you come off a nice day, you probably ended up looking for favorites. So taking all the dogs is probably is probably showing that I am on target with my picks. However, I just don't like them enough to play. I will watch all three of those. Heck, I'll watch all six bets potentially for live action opportunities because they're probably going to be there. They probably will be there, especially using in the dogs. You know, if anything, the favorites jump out early and you get a better price than the dog. That being said, as we've seen many times before, these dogs, they come out and go ahead. They're winning outright. You're not going to get a better line. And you know what? There's a lot of days in the year, so I don't need to play them. The good news, the good news is I have a lot of college hoops, which, of course, were extremely, extremely good yesterday. All right. I'm going to go right down the line here. And I'll try to talk as quickly as I can get these out there. I don't have the earliest games, so we're probably good there. We are good there. All right, so Texas and Auburn, I liked over 140.5. I'm not going to take it. Now, again, this is the opposite of the NBA. For whatever reason, my systems, my models are showing stronger 
overs in college than they early are. So that means contrarian. I have to look for unders unless proven, you know, unless it's a pretty strong thing. So I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do all the totals first. So I like the over in Auburn, Texas. No go. Louisiana Tech, North Texas, I like the over 122 and a half. That was the closest to a play that didn't end up being a play. It's a no play, but it was so close, so close. I still got my ink designating a play, my coloring code on here designated a play, but I put a line through it. Just to remind myself that that was so close. Tennessee and Mississippi State over 130 and a half, but again, not taking it. Here's what I am, though. Ohio and Kent State over 134.5. I am taking it. It's an over, and I'm taking it. Richmond and VCU over 130.5. I am not taking it. Connecticut and Villanova over 131.5. I am taking that. So there are two live actions there. Villanova, Connecticut over. Kent State and Ohio over. The rest were just lookies if you want to. You can look at them and see what you want to do. Let's go with the sides now, which I have a lot of bets on that. The first was St. Bonaventure, which is a no play. St. Bonaventure minus one and a half. Ultimately, I think the line might be skewed on that. I, there's so many models telling me to take St. St. Bonaventure. I have one overriding one that I cannot. I cannot take St. Bonaventure. All right, so I am taking Tulane, though. Tulane minus one. You know, this is there's there's a lot of smart people who think Temple is a better team here. I disagree with that. I'm taking Temple or Tulane minus one. Tulane minus one. Then I had Akron plus five and a half. I'm going to pass on that. VCU minus three and a half. I will pass on that as well. I just think that it's possible. While Richmond could be worn out from their comeback yesterday, I think that might have been a wake up call too for at least one more round. I can't go against it. I can't go with VCU right now. Can't do it. On the other hand, Vanderbilt. This is funny that these are two teams that made money on yesterday. I will go with Vanderbilt plus the points, plus 11.5. I think it's coming down now, though, um, which is probably good for us. Um, obviously, we want a better line, but I think the, the market's telling you that Vanderbilt's the right side. Uh, I don't think that Vanderbilt can win this game. I don't. I do think they can keep it close. Kentucky is no Alabama, meaning meaning they are the real deal. Alabama, questionable. But Scotty Pippen Jr. and company, um, with dad on the sidelines there, you think he's going to get it done. At least keep it close, is what I should say. Then we move on to Quinnipiac and St. Peter's. We'll take Quinnipiac plus the points. A lot of dogs today. It's interesting. A lot of dogs in college, and I was favoring all the dogs in the NBA. It could be random. Um, you know, in all models, you're looking at numbers, but there's also models where you're looking at your gut instinct on them. Because as I've mentioned before, numbers can only take you so far. There's lies, there's damn lies, and there's statistics. So you have to be able to interpret the numbers. And that's where you the difference between winning and losing is. Because anybody can put a number out there. Anybody can put something in a spreadsheet and let it spit something out at you. And those are dead numbers to me. I don't I don't like I like interactive numbers that it takes a human to interpret. There's not going to be artificial intelligence is not going to get this done anytime soon. That being said, let's move on. So Quinnipiac plus seven. Go with Penn State plus eleven as well. 
Again, there's a situation I have a hard time believing Penn State can beat Purdue. I have an extremely hard time believing that can happen. But Penn State is going to keep it close. And again, I don't expect them to go undefeated today. Um, I have to go with the law of averages again here where, where numbers are playing with you. You're saying, all right, I'm not flipping a coin. I'm taking co coins that I think are unfair coins and using them to my advantage. And while you won't win that flip every time, you should win more than you lose because you're playing with unfair advantage. So anyway, Penn State plus the points. Then we'll go with Connecticut and Villanova. I'm going to do, as I mentioned, I already have the over in that game. I'm going to take Connecticut plus two. I think they might just win the game outright. And obviously I'm hoping that's the case, considering two points is not much of a cushion. But it does give you the opportunity to lose in a last-second shot where Villanova wins by one or wins by two and you don't lose the bet. So go with that. And then uh, Cal Santa Barbara and Long Beach State. Now, this is going the opposite direction. I liked Long Beach State yesterday as one of my bigger plays. And I'll take Cal Santa Barbara minus the two and a half in this situation. And then finally, we'll go with Oklahoma and Texas State. I'm going to take Oklahoma plus, Oklahoma plus seven and a half. All right. So that is it. And um, you can shut her off now if you want. The quick, uh, I mentioned Ronald Wayne several days ago. He was the third owner of Apple Computer Company. This is, I mentioned, I would reference it in the future. I saved it for when I had a great day. Um, you know, because this month had three winning days and six losing days prior to yesterday. So four and six now. Of course, that's after on the heels of an awesome February where it closed out with six winning days in a row and was overwhelmingly winning for the whole month. A great month overall. Um, you know, Ronald Wayne, Wayne got out early. He sold his interest in Apple for $800. You got that right, $800. The company's worth $2 trillion now, or before all the stock market crashing here recently it was. And then he uh, thought he would make some of his mistake go away by selling the paper, the contract paper, just a piece of paper that he and the two partners, the two Steves, Wozniak and Jobs, uh, Jobs uh, signed. He sold that for 500 bucks, thinking, well, you know, it's 500 bucks I wouldn't have had. It sold like 15 years after the company was formulated, so it was already doing some business. Yeah, that sold later at auction for 1.6 or 1.8 million, one of the two. So, I mean, the guy made one decision after another that wasn't any good regarding Apple. Now, by, by no means am I saying this has anything to do with Apple. It's nothing at all. What I'm saying is sometimes you have to make sure you're being disciplined so you can stay in for the good things. Rather than him, he was afraid because he had lost money in uh, slot machine business. Not gambling, only well, lost money in that too, but I think. But he was in the slot machine business and lost his shirt. So he didn't trust these fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants guys selling computers. And he wanted out because he thought he'd be on the hook for losses that they would incur. So he didn't have the guts to stick it out. So in sports gambling, and again, I'm not talking about this site, this podcast specifically, although it does apply, talking about anything in general. If you put too much in, you don't leave any dry powder, and you can't be around for the good days. And so you just have to be disciplined with this business and stick around and withstand some bad days and have the good days. Now, that being said, you can't just blindly follow me or anyone else. I've, I've done this for decades, but... Um, doesn't mean I can't, uh, you know, maybe I lose my mind. <laughs> maybe I'm going crazy, and how am I going to know that? Crazy people don't know they're going crazy. 
So you have to, you know, keep your wits about you. But anyway, that was my Ronald Wayne story. Good luck, everyone. Thanks for checking out. Checking in, I should say.